Welcome to Real from the Real, your podcast for investing and personal finance. In this space, we share personal stories about hustle, saving, and investing to inspire you to think better about making, managing, and multiplying money. Please enjoy this next episode. Hi guys, welcome back. Today I want to start with a story. So I'm out at lunch with a friend and soon enough we start talking about my two favorite subjects, finance and investing. And in the course of our conversation, he tells me that at age 50, he has finally decided to take his attempt at financial independence much more seriously. And now when I hear this, I'm really, really happy for him. Irrespective of the time that a person decides to become financially free, I think it's always a good decision. So I always support it. I always applaud it. I think it's a great thing. And so I'm really happy to hear this. And then I started asking him some questions, you know, tell me how it's been. Uh, Talk to me about your journey. How are you finding it? What brought you to this position? What made you decide? What, What was the straw that broke the camel's back? And we're talking about investing mistakes uh, and especially what, you know, what he would do if he was starting all over again. So here you are at age 50. If you had to do this all over again, what would you do? What does he wish that he had done at a younger age, for example? And that's when he told me that he advises people younger than himself to put aside small amounts of, of their salary each month. You know, just send it to a savings account or send it to an investment account, you know, just a little bit. Uh, no matter how little, something as small as say $50 a month, because that, that could add up to a meaningful amount. Now, guys, in a previous post where I talked about the trouble with salary, I mentioned that one of the most troubling things about earning money through a salary is that it conditions us to small but frequent amounts of money. And I think this condition of making money influences the way that we manage money and the way that we multiply it. So it's a psychological thing. But I also said that in contrast to salary, wealth does not come in small and frequent amounts. In fact, from what I've seen, wealth comes in large, lumpy, and infrequent amounts of money. In business, for example, there may be long periods of activity at the beginning with no real payoff until an event happens, a a large customer order or an IPO or a merger. You know, some event that delivers this large lump sum that changes your financial future. And I think it's the same with investing. Often the best decisions are transformational bets that can take a considerable amount of time to mature. But when they do, they can also deliver large lump sums which change our financial future. And so as I listened to my friend talk about, you know, saving in small amounts, I realized that I I disagreed with my friend. And here's why. I think investing in small and frequent amounts can cause us to be more unwise in this game. You know, I've seen and heard people gamble with money. I've, I've listened to people buy and sell stocks for the silliest reasons. And what I find interesting is that these people who gamble with money, who buy and sell investments for the silliest reasons, 
are often the very people who can least afford to be so easily parted from their money. These are people who struggle to make an income. These are people who struggle to make ends meet. These are people who, even if they live in a middle-class life, are not financially independent much less financially free, you know, they're still very much in the thick of the game. And yet what I think happens is that because these people invest in small and frequent amounts, it can cause them to be a little bit reckless with investing. And the more I thought about it, the more I became convinced that part of this recklessness is because the amounts that have been gambled away are often small and small is forgettable. You know, small is small enough to give you the pleasure of bypassing your brain, plus the excitement of clicking the button, minus the regret of seeing your bank account reset to zero from making a thoughtless decision. So small is interesting in that way. Small is comforting. Small is forgiving. Particularly when it comes to investing, small makes you believe that you're smart and never lets you suspect that you're lucky. And I think actually the small size of the investment is precisely what encourages the indiscipline of the investor. Now, I've often wondered about the importance of size in succeeding at anything from agriculture to skills to business to wealth and even family. You know, what is the role of size in succeeding at any of these things? And when I first started investing, I began to understand just how important size was to allocating capital, to, to managing your portfolio, magnifying your wins and, and, and reducing your losses. But until I had this conversation with my friend, I had never thought about the discipline of size. And yes, there is a discipline that comes with either hustling and stacking large amounts of money or investing large amounts of money. I know this because I felt it. I, I felt that sinking feeling in your stomach when you complete a wire transfer for you know, a $20,000 fund investment or you buy a stock for $10,000. <laughs> when you make large investments, there's, there's a power that leaves you, that, that sort of goes out of your life <laughs> and into these things which you hope comes back to you in the form of profit, but you feel it. I think that if most of us had to invest $100,000 all at once, we would be far more thoughtful about that decision than if we had to invest $100 a thousand times. So this is the discipline of size. If you've made a, a big investment, such as you know, buying a house or making an angel investment in a fund, and you compare the process of that decision versus trading a random $100 in your investment account or crypto wallet, did you analyze the large amount decision more carefully, perhaps? Did you take a little bit more time to decide on the large expenditure? A couple of weeks, a couple of months, a couple of years, perhaps? If the answer to any of these questions is yes, or even maybe, then you know what I'm talking about. You know about the discipline of size. 